Welcome to the Anesthetonation Podcast, the podcast that equips you to draw closer to your relationship with God. Each week, we'll cover new topics, dive deeper into the Word of God, and really solve struggles that we all face on an everyday basis. I'm your host, Elisa John, a teenage girl who's passionate about using her gifts to help you embrace your worth, purpose, and identity in Jesus. I hope you'll join me along for the ride as we grow in fellowship and learn more about who God is. Hello everyone, I'm so glad you're here and welcome back to my podcast, Anessa Generation. And so I think one of the most important things that we could ever do with our lives is read the Bible because when we read the Bible, we know who Jesus is and what he called us to do. And many times it's talked about, I know if you hear all my podcast episodes too, you'll hear that at least once in the episode I've mentioned that we should read the Bible because it changes us from the inside out. But it can be hard. It can be really hard at times, especially when we encounter so many stuff in life going on. Life can feel hectic. And there are also times when we just don't know how to begin because I feel like sometimes it feels like it's just for churchy people or just for people who are experienced or like pastors and all these people who spent years in the Lord's word, but the Bible is for everyone. No matter if you just became a Christian yesterday or you've been a Christian for decades, the Bible is for you because God calls you to walk in holiness and he calls you to know him intimately. And I think sometimes we can make it so much harder than it really is. And reading the Bible has brought so much clarity, but when we hear about it and the process of reading the Bible, it can also bring so much confusion. And I just want to remind you that it's okay to feel like this, but it's not okay to stay like this because reading the Bible is not just a suggestion. It's one of the most important commands that the Bible tells us and the Word of God tells us. And you're going to hear me talk a lot about the Word of God, which is the Bible, but we call it the Word of God because the Bible is literally God speaking to us. It's, yes, people have been the ones that have penned this down, but it has been the Lord who has told them exactly what to write and how to write it. And when we are able, we always see that everywhere, people longing to look for a sign or to hear from the supernatural being or from the universe. But the only person that we can, the only one that we can truly hear from is the Lord and because he alone is God. And if he gives us the word, then we better believe that it's it's important to open up and read it. And I just want to say that it doesn't have to be super fancy or super like elaborate. Sometimes just simply starting can be one of the most powerful things. So over this episode, I'm going to show you exactly how to establish a Bible reading time that will last and one that will bring you joy as you do this because it's not supposed, obviously, we can't rely on our emotions when doing this. But at the same time, it's not to be something that we have to do. It's something that we get to do because we get to experience the Lord in a new way. We get to have our hearts transformed and we get to understand the Lord's character and then be able to be the hands and feet of the Lord because we read the Bible and the truth that is in it. And the goal of this episode isn't to make you feel like disheartened or discouraged in any way. I want to encourage you to start small because that's the moments that God values. 
and I'm gonna give you specific ways on how you can do this because my whole point of this is to help you in your walk with the Lord and it's not to be something that is like something to last for a few weeks maybe or even a few months and then just dies away because reading the uh, Bible is something that we are all called to do for the rest of our lives and it's something that's so important and so valuable in the eyes of the Lord and it should be valuable in the eyes of his people as well. So I'm just going to jump right in and say what Bible reading is because Bible reading can have so many definitions based on who you ask but it doesn't have to be that complicated because all Bible reading is is just intentionally spending time in the Lord's word in order to know him, to live for him, and then to carry out what you learn from his word. And it can always feel challenging when you're learning something new, including getting into something that's so powerful as the word of God. But that's okay, because that's why I'm here. I want to help break it down to you and just show you how easy it's going to be. And I'll show you also how that you can start a plan that works for your own relationship with the Lord. Because Bible reading doesn't have to look like one specific way. We all have different personalities. We all have different experiences and seasons of life that we're going through. Which means we'll all have a different Bible reading time. And we'll all be able to experience God's love in a whole new way. So don't view it as a disadvantage. View it as a priceless opportunity. And so now I'm going to go into how exactly to read the Bible. And before all else, pray. I, I think sometimes when we're about to read, it can feel really overwhelming. We don't know where to begin or if this is ever going to work at first or if this even has like a purpose. Because I know I've been there before and it feels like I'm unlearning or it feels like I'm scared to do something wrong. But don't be. We will all be imperfect in our Bible reading time, but that's why we lean on God for wisdom and strength. So before doing anything, pray that the Lord will speak to you and pray that he would bless you with wisdom and that you will be able to learn from his word and that he will, you will be able to understand him and learn about his character in a whole new way. And that also, first and foremost, that you will be able to interpret it correctly, not from your own opinion or trying to make it all about you, but understand what God is saying, not what we want it to say, which can be really difficult when you're just getting started, but it comes with practice and it comes with prayer. And then finally, ask the Lord to help you live this out, because what we see with the Pharisees is that Jesus didn't like them, not because they didn't know the word, but because they knew the word and worshipped the act of saying that they knew it. They said that they, they could recite like all these countless Bible verses by heart, but they weren't able to live any of them out because of their pride and because of their arrogance. And living out the word of God is difficult. It is really challenging. But like I said, that's why we have to surrender this to the Lord and actively be transformed and allow him into our lives and so the first step is to getting into the word of god so find it could be like a phone it could be a physical copy i will say this it's a lot easier with a physical copy because i think with your phone there's always this thing of that it has like a distraction and so if there's a message that comes up, we automatic automatically think to like click it and then view it. And then we Google something and then we waste like 10-15 minutes and then we're like, oh no, it's too late. 
might as well give up and then we try again the next day and it's like this endless cycle so of course if you need to read your bible on your phone go ahead but also be intentional about blocking away any distractions and if all else just go back to a physical copy because it can be really helpful but of course do what works for you because if you're on the road or something you might not be able to have one and that's why it's amazing to have the word of god just like mobilely with you wherever you go and before you start reading put away all distractions this could be your phone in some instances but this also means if you're in a very loud environment because i know for me it can be really really hard to focus when i'm in a room with like everyone talking and yelling and screaming so get into a quiet room or just a quiet arena where not as much people will bother you or distract you and put away to do t- things or like whether it's homework that you have to do or anything else leave it to the side or put it away from you because you can feel tempted to go back to it again and maybe also clear your desk i don't know who whatever person you are but for me mess doesn't bother me as much but i also know that for some people by organizing it really helps you to get into that mindset and clear focus so do what you need to in order to have a right posture of the heart in other words there might be other things that I haven't mentioned that you need to do and just go ahead and do them and as you start to read start slowing down don't try to race or skip ahead or try to skim because when we skim it's like we read really fast but then none of it stays with us and that's happened to me so many times and then i just have to go back and reread it like three times so don't do that try to just slowly read and try to just absorb the information in the way that's best for you and i know that some people it can be really hard to just retain it whether it's just the environment or just one of those days or in natural it can be hard for you to read and just remember stuff i want to say that's completely okay it's not something like it's not something that you can control in the fact that you have it but you can control your response to this so for me personally i like to read this and read the bible in my head and in times when it's completely silent but for other people that might not work for them at all and that's okay maybe you could listen to a bible audio thing and as you're reading the bible or maybe after that you can listen to the same thing online or youtube or other devices and that could really help you because as you're hearing it it helps you remember more and then be able to apply it correctly or you can do this while reading afterwards or maybe you need to use a study bible and what a study bible has is that it has little bits of information that enables you to gain a deep understanding of the word and kind of like give you little notes on the side or maybe you need like a journal so that you can jot down notes or just write down little information or even actually draw or do doodles i know this is a bit unconventional but i know that many people learn best when they're just drawing or listening to music so be creative it doesn't have to look one way because god doesn't say it has to look one way what he does say is that we have to go there with the right posture we must learn from his word and then we must put into practice what we lived out so don't put restrictions on yourself that god doesn't put god sets boundaries and please follow those boundaries but don't limit yourself when god wants you to learn in the way that's best for you and in the way that helps you to understand his character because 
each and every one of us will learn in a different way, as we've seen from school. So everyone will have a different quiet time, and that's a good thing. So as you're reading, try to, like I said before, do whatever you need to in order to retain the information, whether that's using your five senses, whether it's writing, listening, or whatever it takes. And as you're reading, kind of like mentally or even just physically, write down any major points that stood out to you. What is like one verse or one phrase or bit of information that instantly like came to you as you're reading it? And what were some things that you learned about God? And what were some areas that you're curious to learn more about? And something that really helped me a lot when I started reading the Bible was to ask myself questions. And they were like, although you can invite uh, invite yourself to ask different questions, depending on the passage of scripture, and it can vary, there are a few main questions that I always ask myself as I'm reading, which is, what did this teach me about who God is and his character? And how does this passage of scripture point to Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross and then his resurrection? And did God show me anything that I need to work on, something I need to do that I haven't already, or just practical action steps? Because there's always more that we have to do, and we are always growing, and we are always learning. And then how can I apply what I learned in my everyday walk with the Lord? Because this can't be something that we do and just get rid of and put it to the side and continue as life as normal. This should be something that transforms us from the inside and out because we're literally hearing from the all-powerful and righteous and amazing creator of the universe. And this is his holy word and that we should value it as such because it has groundbreaking power. And something that I also remember to ask myself is what is God saying here? Not what am I saying or just like trying to relate it to my own experiences. Because let me say like God has moved so powerfully when I've gone through hard times. There have been times when I didn't know what to do. I was just having a really bad day. And then God speaks to me to like this perfect voice that I know instantly that he sees me. And maybe you've experienced that too. But at the same time, we can't take scripture out of context and kind of like insert ourselves as the hero of the story because we are never meant to be the center of the story. God is. And that's what we have to always keep in mind. And then after you read it, think to yourself, is there something that I have questions about? Or is there something that's kind of confusing or that I'm not quite sure is trying what what I'm not quite sure what's being said in here? And if you're not really sure about something, feel free to write it down if you want to go back to it later. Or if you have time, just go through it right now. And something that really helps me when I have questions or something is to like read commentary and to find out more about the specific passage in scripture. So you can literally just Google commentary and read from like these famous theologians or people who, who like write about the Bible and kind of analyze the text. And most of them can be, some of them can be complicated, some of them can be really simple. Choose the ones that work for you, but also read multiple commentaries because we can't just hear from one person. We want to make sure that what we're hearing is actually and accurately interpreting the word of God in the way that he designed it to be. So read multiple and also read the same passage, but in different translations. Because the Bible wasn't originally in English, and that's something that we have to remember. So it can sometimes feel kind of confusing when certain phrases don't actually make sense. But then when we go to other versions and like other translations, we see that 
that actually means something else entirely. And that has enabled me to gain so much clarity about what God is saying and what he's teaching me and teaching me about who he is and how he has called me to live. And then something that it's some of the resources that you can use for this is like Bible tools and Bible gateway and logos. And there's so many resources that you can literally just Google or ask me about if you have any questions about this. And so after you learn more about this topic, then I encourage you to go back and read it again. Maybe there was something else that you discovered this new time, but just take the time to slowly read it piece by piece. Don't rush through it, but intentionally realize that you're hearing from the God and you're hearing from the entire creator of the universe. And that's amazing. So just go back and read it. And then, like I said before, pray, because pray, you must start with prayer and end with prayer. And in this prayer, before, you've already realized that you had focus. You already prayed for clarity and strength. But now I encourage you to pray that you would, that God would help you to live this out. Because that's one of the most challenging things as believers to actually live out what God has called us and commanded us to do. So pray that God would give you opportunities to use what you learned in his word. Pray that God would refine your heart and to make your heart more like Jesus. And that you are able to use what you learned in your time with him to be able to live it out and share this with others who maybe don't know the gospel, who are believers but maybe going through a hard time. Or just sharing with anyone you know because... We are called to not keep the truth to ourselves, but to shine it like a light so that everyone else can know it as well. And after prayer, just you do it over and over again. It's just like the cycle. And it's not something that has to be boring or hard. It's something that's really simple. And please, this is not like something you have to do. I give you like this kind of like this template about how to establish a Bible reading time. But feel free, feel free to make this your own. Whether maybe you choose not to read the thing, the read the Bible again at the end, or maybe you choose to just write it down at first, then pray about it, then read, or whatever it takes, just make it your own. Pray about the Lord about what your Bible time looks like, and then act on it. It doesn't have to look a certain way. And if there's anything that I want you to take away from this podcast, it's that Bible reading is not a one size fits all, or like. Everyone has to do it exactly this way or not God will be mad at you because that's not who he is. He's not like that at all. He instead says that this is a moment between me and you and I care about you and I want to know you and I want you to know me. And that's only only possible if we learn from his word. And so I just want to give you some quick tips when reading the Bible because this is something that has really helped me in my faith. And it also enabled me to like really be consistent with reading the Bible, which is probably going to be really hard in like when you first get started. But once you establish a daily routine, it becomes easier and easier until it's almost like second nature to read his word, which is what we're going for. Because consistency, consistency leads to faithfulness and faithfulness leads to obedience. So my first tip is to recognize the difference between how to read the Bible versus how not to. And there's these two types of ways, which is called eisegesis and exegesis. So it's like, it sounds really complicated, but really exegesis is the way that we want to read the Bible. And it's correctly like interpreting the information. It's understanding the historical and cultural context behind the word. And it's 
understanding what the author of that chapter or the author of that book is trying to say. At the same time, it's understanding what God is saying. And it's really making sure that what you're saying and what you're understanding from the word is founded on the truth of God. And it sounds difficult right now as I'm saying it, but I assure you, as you read the Bible, your hope is not to make ourselves known because that's really what eisegesis kind of does. So eisegesis is a second method and it's definitely not a good one that I would recommend. Eisegesis is all about basically like reading the Bible and just like kind of doing it half-heartedly because with exegesis, which is the way we want to read, it's all about understanding God's word for what it is. But eisegesis kind of makes us the heroes like I talked about, which is never a good thing. It, For example, it completely takes verses out of context. It doesn't keep in mind what the author was saying, what God was trying to say, and it instead relies on our own limited knowledge of what we understand. And when we go and read like that, it can be really dangerous because we are not able to know God for who he is. We begin establishing characteristics to God that he never has. And we start making ourselves dependent on the way that we read the Bible. And that doesn't really convict anyone because our whole point is to make ourselves feel good and to make ourselves feel encouraged, which is always a good thing. We should be encouraged in the word. But sometimes encouragement looks like correction and conviction, which can be hard at times to accept. But when we read exegesis, we allow our lives to be transformed as we live for God and not for ourselves. The second way is our accountability partners. And this has been so huge in my life. Actually, the very reason I actually started reading the Bible consistently was because of an accountability partner. So quick story on this. Um, one of my closest friends, uh, we were both listening to a message on, at online church. And this guy was talking about how we can't just be better versions of ourselves. But we must be whole, like transformed versions of ourselves and made completely new because of what Jesus did. And the best way to do it is to get in his word and allow his word to transform our hearts like day by day. And I was literally thinking that day, like, that sounds so cool, but I don't have anyone I could do it with. And I swear, God knows the desires of our heart because that very same day, one of my closest friends texted me and said, hey, did you read this? I think we should do that. And because she sent that text message, that's what enabled me to start reading the Bible, not just when it was convenient for me, but on an everyday basis. Accountability partners help. So choose a friend that you know, or maybe one who actually has never read the Bible before, and you could just start together because that's really been huge. So just start, and maybe it looks like reading a passage of scripture together. Like maybe you choose like, for the next month, we're going to read Proverbs and one a day for a month. Or maybe it just looks like saying, hey, did you read the Bible by a certain time? And they're like, yes, or no, but I will soon. Because that's how community is formed and that's how life change begins. It sounds like such a simple step and it is, but it's so life changing. It's changed my life. It's changed some of my friends' lives and I truly believe it'll change your life too. And something that's also helped me is to do these Bible studies. And... It's helped me so much because I'm not able to just rely on my limited understanding, but I can also learn from the perspectives of other people who've actually done this research and 
especially into the historical and cultural context, kind of like what I was talking about, like an exegesis study. And because of that, I'm able to learn so much about God and how he moved in like the specific time period or in such new ways that I couldn't have even imagined. And it's really grown in my faith. So um, I can drop the link to some of these Bible studies in the podcast description below. And some of the ones that I love the most is Lifeway Girls or Lifeway Women. You can, there's an option for that to do either the one for adults or the one for teenagers. I think either would work. They're both equally powerful. And also the Daily Grace Co. And the Daily Grace Co. is really cool because it has a lot of these quick studies and they're amazing. They're short and they're powerful, but they're also really cheap because they always have a sale on something or the other. So really check those two out if you're interested in Bible studies. And you can always do them by yourself or you can do it with friends. What I've done with some of my friends before is that we all do the same Bible study. Then we share what we learn through text or like a voice message. And then we send each other pictures if we've written anything. And that's just a really cool way to grow in community and also grow in your personal relationship with the Lord. And another thing that has helped me a lot is to actually research more about like specific words. I know I'm kind of like a Bible nerd, but I really love to research like the what the what certain word means like in Greek or Hebrew, which is really cool. Like if you listen to my trust podcast, I talked about like the Hebrew words for trust and how they're not just one but many. The same with words for love. Like they're like I think seven around seven like greek words for the word love and each one focuses on a specific aspect and it's words like that that are able that we are able to deepen our understanding of god's great character and his goodness and it doesn't have to be really complicated honestly sometimes i just google like what does the word wait mean in hebrew or in greek and then i go to like these websites that are trusted such as like the bible project or bible hub and I find out what these words actually mean, like the actual Greek or Hebrew definition, then I am able to find out how many times it's used and where it's used. So it's just a really cool way to understand more about the Bible. And also look up names, because especially in the Bible, when names were given, they had a very specific purpose to them. And they often related back to the identity we have as believers or reveal like a very important characteristic of the word. So just Google like what a certain word mean, word or like name means and then go like what I said back to Bible Hub or the Bible Project. Do that too and you'll be surprised at what you learn. For example, the word Esther actually means star, which I think is so cool because Esther lived in a time of such a darkness and she was able to be a shining light through the work of Jesus and through the work of the Holy Spirit. And she was able to leave her people to freedom and to save them from being massacred because she chose to be a light for Jesus in a time of such cultural despair and uncertainty. And it's those things like that, such little things about names and words that really enhance your understanding in such new and unexpected ways. And before we close out, I just want to talk about why reading the Bible is so important. Because we probably hear everyone at church like every Sunday talking about why the Bible is so crucial and why we need to have it. And it can often feel like they're preaching at us, but sometimes it can be hard to understand specifically why we need it. So the number one reason that we need to read the Bible is because it brings us closer to the Father's heart. God loves us and he wants to know us, like I said throughout this entire podcast. And more importantly, we need to know him. 
we are desperately lost without him and he's the only one who can save us and when we read the bible we are able to understand who he is and how he is faithful even in our sin and even in the times when we are not faithful at all because of that we such we start to like develop a love for the lord and intentionally want to be with him no matter what happens and that's really a beautiful thing because having a relationship with the lord is probably like the most life-changing it is not probably it is the most life-changing decision you can ever make for all of eternity and second reason is because reading the bible refines our hearts and makes us more like jesus and that's really about conviction which is hard because like i talked about we are imperfect and we are broken and we need jesus and we need to know what he commanded us to do and how we can live that out and that's why the bible shows us it exposes our sin it leads us to repentance and then it causes us to solely have a longing and a deep urge to be more like jesus and that's only possible if we get into his word in the first place and the third reason is that it helps us stand strong in the good moments and the really bad ones because when it feels like the whole world is crashing down on us that's not the moment when we feel confused and then look to every other source to help us we should know where help comes from in the good moments and in the everyday and ordinary ones so that when the storm strikes us so ferociously that we feel like we're just going to keep drowning we will know that Jesus will save us and he will redeem us and we can trust in the promises of the Lord because that's what his word says his word proved over and over that he is faithful and he is good and he is righteous and now as we walk through different seasons of life we are able to believe it the fourth reason is that it helps us to share his love with others and truly be the hands and feet of Jesus as my mom always has told us with and this has always stuck with me that we might be the only bible that people will ever read and i want to ask you do others know that you love Jesus by the way that you read the bible because i've noticed that in people that have read the bible especially my closest friends how they might not have noticed it but when they read the bible i slowly see how their desires begin to shift and the way that they speak and think and act and love is so completely different and everyone can see it whether you've been a believer for years or someone who's never even knows that god exists or that he is good and that's why it's so powerful because we can only share the gospel if we know the gospel and that's only possible by reading the bible and fifth reason is to know the truth and walk in the truth the bible is the truth there's no living our own truth because our truths will always contradict each other but the word of god never contradicts itself no matter what you think it is the only truth that we can live by and we must walk in that truth like i touched on earlier it's not good enough to read the bible and just view it half-heartedly as like something that can help you it's nice to read for moral encouragement but not something i would actually put into practice because there are a lot of people that live like that but we can't the word of god is holy and it is all consuming and it should transform us and change us from the inside out and when we walk in that truth that's how the world changes because instead of relying on ourselves and our own selfish desires and our pride we learn to actively die to self take up our cross and follow jesus on an everyday basis and so just to like recap we can all experience the power of reading my bible and of reading your bible not just in like the scary moments not just in the good moments but in like your in whole entire life 
And we can all read the Bible not because of our talent or because of our skill, because God made the Bible for everyone. We can all read it and we can, we can all experience how good God is for ourselves. And so I encourage you to set up a daily Bible reading plan. Pray about what you're going to read. Read it. Write it down the points that you learned from it and then actively live it out. Because reading the Bible is so important to our walk with the Lord and our relationship with Him and also our relationship with others. We cannot accomplish anything if we do not know the Word of God. So start small. Don't wait until you're perfect because none of us will ever be perfect. You will make mistakes. I've made mistakes. And we will continue to make mistakes. But God's grace is always sufficient. This doesn't mean that you have to spend like an hour a day in His Word because honestly, there are some moments when you'll only be able to spend like 5 minutes or 10 minutes and like 2 hours in different seasons. Different seasons will enable you to read at different times and in different ways. And it can be frustrating, but that's how God works and it's perfect and beautiful. And because of that, because of those changes, we are able to depend on God that much more and experience His nearness in new and unexpected ways. So give yourself grace. It's okay if you miss a day. God is not going to be mad at you. But the most important thing is to be faithful and to be consistent. Whether it's two minutes a day, whether it's two hours. Follow the Lord and read His word. I'll see you next time. Bye.